Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Nestled deep in the Austrian Alps is a hidden vault, a laboratory, where a group of scientists convene weekly to come up with new enterprising rules for Formula One. I am going to make the most ingenious qualifying format for the races. The people will go crazy! <laughs> but Dr. Franken... Gunter Steiner, I t- <laughs> Dr. Frankensteiner, the rules don't make sense. They don't make sense. They do make sense. If you have a tiny, enfeebled human brain, you might struggle to keep up with the complexities of what is going on. But if you have a genius brain, then you will love Formula One for the rest of your days. <laughs> This is insane. I can see the new rules coming to life and... One more tweak, one more tweak, and then... (laughs) It's alive! It's alive! (laughs) Now we have to f***ing talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. That's how we roll, baby. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I am Alfie Brown. <laughs> and this is Dirty Air. <laughs> Hello, listener. Oh, well done. Hey, good acting. Well done. Thank you. You really, 
we didn't really script that. Congratulations. No, well, there you go. Some, sometimes it just comes to you, you know. Sometimes um, if you feel I strongly to... enough about something, then you can access uh, passionate uh, things deep in the recesses of your soul. Sometimes the comedy comes to you when Formula One creates the rules that it creates. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the Baku preview episode of Dirty Air. Um, sorry it's a little bit late. Um, I'm in Scandinavia and Alfie's in Sydney. I am. Which makes uh, it makes being friends impossible, but it makes doing a podcast <laughs> even yeah. harder. I miss being friends with you. Uh, it's a little bit late. Also, you know, we have adverts on the show now. Yeah. Because we decided to cash in and make some of that sick podcast coin. Well, I, I didn't know that we had adverts. I just want to say that um, they can't hear us, so just skip over them. We get paid anyway. Just skip over them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what... These aren't for... It's not Formula One sponsorship. We, we're not plastering it all over us and you have to watch it while you watch the race. You can just skip over the adverts. They're not listening to this. It's fine. You're not... We're not going to make more money if you listen to the adverts. Surely so they know. Surely they know. They need... They. I don't think Tony Marks and Spencers is listening to our Formula One podcast. No, but there'll be an algorithm that... The same AI that creates the new sprint race rules will be the same AI that knows whether or not, yeah, that podcast is good value to advertise on because all the listeners love listening to adverts. <laughs> and soon, if the podcast gets big enough, we'll have to read them out. And we'll have to be going, hi, yeah. I'm Alfie, and I'm Josh, and we love using Liquimolly for all of our auto-something <laughs> needs, whatever the Asphyxi- fuck's going on. Asphyxiation? It's Liquimolly. Liquimolly. Um I um, it's this is an AI themed Formula One episode. This is the AI F one podcast this week mm. um, in the uh, f- uh, Dirty Air season two DA two uh, season. Um, firstly, because um, the Mike, the Schumacher family this week uh, planning legal action after a German magazine made an AI interview with Michael Schumacher. Now, how realistic ob- is the AI? He just he just went. Life was really hard after the accident, and and I was like, well. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's. If anything, the AI is undersold. What, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh. and, and here's what I wanted to ask you: while I while I think that it's um, obviously awful and blah blah blah, the family should sue. Blah blah blah. I, it did get me thinking because I think there are some F1 drivers who we could replace with AI, and none of us would notice. There are certain drivers on the paddock, past and present, who I think that had were so void of personality that we could maybe improve them by making them an AI. If you go to like Chat GBT or you know whatever AI program you're using, and you say, "Design me a like who could you who could you get AI to render you fastest?" and I'm I'm <laughs> immediately think it's like my my brain immediately goes to George Russell. Oh really? Okay, that's George funny. Russell is. If you said like, design me a non-intimidating, attractive man to appeal to the average fifteen-year-old girl. That's George Russell. Design me a cover Mom. model for Girl Talk. The, do you remember the Girl Talk magazine from uh, like J J Seventeen and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What did you say? A nondescript. Attractive a, man. A nondescript, attractive man that won't be intimidating to fifteen-year-old girls. Sounds like a. Sounds like a bad indie song. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so I think that if you rendered an AI uh, chat, is it GBT or GPT? Chat GPT, G- chat GPT. Yeah, but I'm not. There, there are loads of different AIs that do different things. Like Chat GPT is like scripts and speed, and uh, then there's another one that does like um, because when you watch those ai videos like they haven't got the the mouth fully right of the person or whatever and something's really off with the ai video so i'm gonna go with pierre gansley okay nice yeah yeah yeah. because he looks like the perfect ai rendering of like someone who is a nerd that's spoken to an ai bot and gone okay make me cool make me a (laughs) hunk (laughs) yeah like a nerd put through a hunk filter like weird science you know the film Weird Science, where they they three D print a mannequin so they can have so they can fuck it basically. Nice. Remember that film? Yeah. Weird Science. Weird Science. Formula One is Weird Science this week. It's also a big week for AI because it seems that the rules of Formula One have been dictated by AI, uh, which is kind of what we were going with with the intro. Um, yeah. So we have the Baku Sprint Race coming up finally. For, the fans spoke and Formula One listened and they went, okay, it's been a month. You can have one race. So thank you, Formula One. In the middle of... The, there's no other sport where during a season they can just go, yeah, we're just going to take a month off now. Um, just, just why not? But an unpro- they're, they're, they're going to take... This isn't the... It's okay. They're, I think them having a month off is great. They have one in August. They hate the month off. Don't surprise us with a bonus month off because it's all gone horribly. Like, you can work around. There's a workaround for this. Um, I, in the, uh, a little peek behind the curtain here at Dirty Air Studios, um, in preparation, I was walking along Sydney Harbour, Circular Quay, uh, yesterday, and Josh and I were on the phone to each other, and Josh said to me, okay, yeah, so just prep for the episode, I think, uh, just read through the new sprint race rules, and then we'll talk through them. Uh, I've listened to, I've listened to, two, I've watched two YouTube videos, and read three articles, and I don't understand. I know that there's a sprint shootout, a sprint race, and qualifying, and somehow, FP2 has gone, not FP3, so there's FP1, and then nothing, and then FP3. FP3 succeeds in FP2 that isn't there. That's the maddest thing. They've got rid of FP2. Surely, if you've got rid of FP2, you haven't. You've got rid of FP3. Because there'll be two FPs. What? And then there's a sprint shootout, which determines who races where in the sprint race. But qualifying is for who starts where in the Grand Prix. Yes? Or are, am I going... Am I losing my mind? I feel like Formula One is gaslighting us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's, you don't understand. You don't understand. It's really simple. So basically, what happens is on the Friday, all the cars get together, right? And then they do a qualifying, and then there's an FP, and then after that we have a race. But it's happening while you're asleep, and you're not allowed to watch it, and it's not televised. And then on the Saturday we have a sprint shootout, and we don't even know what that fucking means. And then we have a sprint race, which we think is a short race, but we don't really know how long it is. And then we go back to the original FP1, where the drivers test the car, even though they've just done a sprint shootout. There's been a race that you couldn't even watch, and there was a sprint race, which we don't even know the length of it. And then on the Sunday, Max Verstappen wins. (laughs) it's just what i blame red bull for this 
I blame Red Bull. Their car, yeah, their yeah. car is so good. Their car is so good that Formula One have had to go. Oh fuck me! What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. Should we just the, invent some rules? The winner of last week's race has to use square wheels. I think with the influx of American races, it's very dangerous to start calling anything a shootout. <laughs> I don't think that they've thought it through. I think that um, Stefano Domenicali. Making up rules, denying Ferrari a penitale. Um, I think that uh, he's just, I think he's lost his mind. I think you would. Do you know what he's behaving like? He's behaving like a man who's just got divorced, has started dating a yoga instructor, and that yoga instructor has introduced him to espresso martinis. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a war of sensibilities at Formula One, because what you've got is the money that's always existed in Formula One and the money that's just come into Formula One. So that's Netflix versus, uh, like, huge industry, big tech, and, like, advertisers. So you've got all of these things. The, the teams need to be able to compete with each other because of the the weight of industry that goes into things like Mercedes, Red Bull. All mm-hmm. the separate teams have their own influx of money and the, the technology that goes into the cars, it's important that they're able to compete. But the fact that you needed to compete actually damages the competition because some of them are so much better than the others. So then you've got the Netflix money coming in and meaning sprinting and shooting and shoot sprints and sprint shoots and no more practicing and just it's all racing all the time. Never stop racing. Then they're going to have like a, a gumball rally from Baku to... Miami or wherever they are afterwards there's just it's just all racing all the time but also like unfair competition based on economic disparity and power within teams these this is a clash of sensibilities and they can't there's no work around for it firstly we've got a month without a race don't bring it back and make it this confusing Mm. it's just just give us a like I I loved when we had two Silverstones two Australias, uh, sorry, two Silverstones, two Austrias during the pandemic. Mm. Just give us that. That's all, that's all Formula One fans want is, is... Yeah, but what they've done now is they've gone, oh, you've missed racing for the last four weeks, have you? Well, <laughs> this week in Baku, we're doing three races. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. A sprint, a sprint shootout is just one qualifying lap, isn't it? Or two qualifying laps. That's what it means. They've just rebranded it. It's like a divorced dad. Again, Dominicali, divorced dad, yoga instructor, espresso martini, who's shown you into his horrible new pad and go, what do you think of the condo? Like, it's not a condo, dad. Dad, this isn't, this isn't a condo. This is, a, this is the garage above your uncle's house. What do you think of the shag palace? No, dad, it's above a fish and chip shop. Stop, stop calling it that. It's uh, not a shootout. This... I mean, the Formula One was, is and has always been the the sport of the divorced dad. It's like the go-to sport for divorced dads anyway, <laughs> yeah. which is why yeah. us two sort of East London men in their mid-30s, allegedly, uh, are quite <laughs> unlikely people to be this into it. Although not that we are really that into it. All we do is come on this podcast every week and slag off Formula <laughs> One. <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, slagging off Formula One, uh, in fact, no, on, on the contrary to slagging off Formula One, I do just want to uh, take a moment to bow our heads in silence and wave goodbye to Franz Tost, who will be leaving at the end of the season. Um, so I'm not going to make a joke saying he's Tost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is that he's toast. That's just what that joke was. Okay. Uh, but I think he's I thought been, he meant like tossed he's away. Been... He's been tossed away. Oh yeah, he's been tossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tossed His off. His name sounds like um, two different words for cold. <laughs> think, think. Ooh, it's a bit France tossed. Ooh. Goodbye, mate. And also, uh, in the Formula One news this week, a bit thin on the ground. This is the thing. It's been so thin on the ground with news that they've gone, oh, my God, there's no- nothing's happened in F1 in the last month. So yeah. you just fucking ruin everything. Um, f- um, Carlos has had his penalty denied. The penalty uh, in the race where the lap didn't happen, where he got a penalty and Alonso returned to his original position. Yeah. Um, they have denied his penalty, which in itself I'm not surprised by. But what I am surprised by is that they released it. I don't know if you saw the Ferrari press release about it, but it looked like a sort of... It, it's probably a bit far back on the feed now, but look it up. It looks like a sort of Hotel Chocolat advert in a window. They've put it on a really nice red sort of CGI sort of layered piece of paper that's like... Uh, the penalty was denied by the FIA after Carlos's lap was penalized so cruelly. Also, it feels like it's almost void. The, the 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 idea of watching the race to find out you can't watch the race to find out what happens in the race. You have to wait like a, a while after the race to find out what's happened in the race because what's happened in the race might not actually be what happens in the race. It might be an illusion. And then they decide that what happens in the race wasn't really what happened in the race. And then, so what am I watching? What's going on? uh, Has there ever been a football game ever where they've, after the whistle's blown, gone, oh, no, no, actually it was 2-0, not 3-2. Man United got a penalty after the final whistle once, yeah. Really? And did they score? Yeah, it was 2-2. And the ref blew for full time. And then, uh, then... It, then they went to VAR and hang on it was a penalty and then the game commenced and then immediately blew after the goal was scored it was insane what year was this uh, pandemic everything went insane yeah I reckon if we go back and look at that footage and we look at who that referee was and we zoom in you it's probably it's... a small bald Italian man <laughs> Do you think um, he's like Thanos? He just wants to cause chaos throughout all the different yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, destroyer like, of he, sports. And he's getting all the um, rings Michael together Kane. so he can finally get rid of all sport. Some people just want to watch the world burn, Mr. Master Wayne. <laughs> um, he is the Joker, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's destroying it from the inside. Like a like a little rebel, like a rebel alliance. Like You've got to admire it. Speaking of, uh, in well insane news in formula one this week Um, oh hang on a minute wait wait we have we have adverts now so stay tuned we're going to take a short break because this is how we make we have to put money in the adverts in the middle so we can make more money oh really yeah yeah yeah. but you know what guys just skip over them see in a sec hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome back to Dirty Air. I'm interested to know whether you saying skip over them, like, whether it, I, it's a good experiment. Let's see if that hurts, you know, uh, yeah. how much we If get I paid. die... If I'm dead by next week's show, then yes. Then whoever was advertising in the, the National Lottery um, sent someone out to do me while I'm out in Scandinavia. That might um, have been an overreaction on their part, I think. Uh, there's big news. Big news afoot. Huge news. Are we on to the huge news yet? This is the biggest thing. Okay, so Formula One can be broken down into eras, engine size, chapters, winners, dominance, eras of dominance, whether it's be it be it Ferrari, be it Red Bull, be it Mercedes, be it back to Red Bull. Um, And, you know, controversial things happen all the time. The one that everyone likes to talk about is the ending of the 2021 Formula One World Championship, uh, in which Michael Massey uh, forced the cars in between Max and Lewis to unlap. You all know the story. But something this week has happened that, in my opinion, is even bigger than that. It has blown my mind into a new hairdo to quote eddie Izzard. are you unable to shake it off i cannot shake it off and with the distance between us you in australia and me in scandinavia and i mm-hmm. i know that you're coming back but i do feel like we are never ever ever getting back together <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes doesn't it um is it true that fernando alonso is dating taylor swift do you know what I don't care. I want it to be true. And okay. it wouldn't surprise me if whilst Stefano Domenicali is changing all the rules and he's gone bonkers, uh, that the people at Netflix have have using, you know, um, like in uh, like sci-fi or, or whatever, when you see the, the UFO and it beams down yes. to pick up somebody and then, of course, you do. You love that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Then... I feel like somebody at Netflix will have beamed Taylor Swift up into a spaceship and then beamed her down next to Philando Alonso and gone, there you go. Let's make some content. <laughs> Fly, my pretties. It's, it seems to me like, because I, I, I know that Taylor Swift, she like married or dated some English actor and apparently it was like a l- little bit of a press move to boost something. Mm. And... I wonder with the with the uh, Fernando Alonso in Taylor Swift um, whether it's sort of like you know when Tom Cruise apparently married Katie Holmes that was like a that was like a fix and I wonder yeah. if this is just leaning into that Kardashianization of Formula One where the yeah. conspiracy theorist in me is like someone's taken Taylor Swift aside and gone okay look uh, do you like money? And she went, yes. She was like, do you like handsome Spanish men? And she went, well, I'm not really fussed. Mm. I just like to look in the mirror at myself and go, oh, I'm a 10. Life's amazing. Um, and someone went, we'll give you, uh, it's, it's not part of the cost cap. 
All the, all the teams got together and they've siphoned off a little bit of their cost cap money to boost the popularity of Formula One by making it look like Fernando Alonso and Taylor Swift are having it off. Um, it's, I, it just, he's, I mean, they're both, she's not, she's like 33, right? She is 33, exactly, yeah. Is, is she 33? I had, I had that same thought <clears throat> and looked it up. And I'm so that... good at guessing ages. I'm so good at guessing ages. Yes, I saw uh, I saw that that John Hanna from the Mummy in a restaurant the other day. Yeah, I walked out and I, and I went, oh yeah, and I guessed his age. Googled it, bang on, boom. I'm that's so good. Yes, I'm happy for you. It's a I'm good. Glad... It's one of those weird skills. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Jesse, the mother of my children, is very very good at that. And I'm also very quick at an ATM, which is, I think, a skill that I don't get enough credit for. I am excellent at moving through a passport, an automatic passport machine. Mm-hmm. And I always look, when, I, when I'm looking at which queue to go in, I look at the median age of the queue and go for the youngest queue. Because anybody over 50 can't use those machines. And then mm-hmm. it makes me want to do... I don't know what the word for it would be. Geriatric aside. Um, can Fernando Alonso use a automatic passport machine or is he too old? He's 40. He just looks old. He looks weathered. His, he does, his, his skin is beaten from uh, the, the excessive G-force of being a brilliant racer and all that Mediterranean sun. Yeah, all the, and all, all the... All the uh, Bonking? All the boom-boom. Yeah, <laughs> all the boom-boom. <laughs> <laughs> all the bosh-bosh. <laughs> All the humpy humpy. I think it's a great match. I don't know how tall Taylor Swift is. That's what I was more interested in. Because I would wager you she is walking at a greater height than Fernando Alonso. I, I've i seen her in the flesh and she's considerably tall. She's got a good foot on me. Oh, right. That's okay. Yeah. And you've got, so, you know, you've got a half a foot on Fernando Alonso, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He can, he can. Sorry if kids are listening to this podcast, but he can go down on a standing up. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. But it got it got me thinking. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Alfie, which celebrities do we pair off the F1 drivers with? Yeah. And I am very curious to hear which other 19 drivers you think the f1 paddock should be and here's the thing with 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 this podcast we are a purist formula one you know we we like we take the piss out of formula one but it comes from a place of love like when you're in the pub with your mates and you rib them this is what this podcast is we love f1 so we want it it to be better that's what that's where it comes from and i do feel a slight sense of shame going oh let's talk about which drivers would date which pop stars but also i'm really curious so also it's the fourth week without a race like i was genuinely thinking i was genuinely thinking why don't me and josh for a couple of episodes just because formula one is the only mutual it's one of the only mutual interests we have so if we were going to start a podcast about something else it would either have to be frazier comedy Mm -hmm. or um rufus wainwright i've already thrown in one frazier reference in this episode when i said be it a be it a ferrari be it a red bull which is a niles crane reference be it a baby Beard a blankie. Stop saying beard. Um, <laughs> right. I've got my... Okay, I, I, couldn't think of, I couldn't think of them for two. Um, oh, okay. Well, I'll help. Uh, okay, great. Which, which celebrity or pop star uh, should Nick DeVries be dating? 
For Nick DeVries, I went with Zayna Onatop, the villain from GoldenEye. <laughs> okay, great. So, okay, they don't need to be real. Okay, that's great. No, 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 no. no. Okay, two, well, that's the only fictional one, but two of them are dead. Senorita, I can't breathe. No. Um, ah! Yeah, that is... Uh, sh- show me where to go. That depends on your definition of safe sex. <laughs> Uh, is the best and also, line. they could race. They could race down the. It's perfect because that movie obviously it starts with um, uh, Sean Bean getting shot in the side of the face, but then it cuts to racing down the hills of Monaco, mm. which is where they all live because they don't like paying tax. Exactly. Exactly. And she could tax the air from his lungs uh, for the people under the age of thirty-five. She's the bad <laughs> girl. There are in two Goldeneye. definitive bad women in James Bond films from our era of childhood, uh, yeah. which is the 90s. One is Evgeny Onotop and one is Christmas Jones, who is, uh, who's played by Denise Richards, who is only called Christmas Jones. So at the end of the film, while they're making love, Pierce Brosnan can go, I thought Christmas only came once a year. She, she's not a baddie, though. She's... She, she, oh, she's the scientist. Yeah, she's the scientist. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Let's not go down the rabbit hole of how much I'd like to have been in the James Bond writer's room in the 1970s, um, because I think it would have been... Yeah, you think about I could that do, lot, I could, you? I could fill out... Yeah, oh, what about... Um, Zayna on a top. On a top. What if he... What if he strangles this girl? What if he extracts information from this spy using her own bra, choking her with it? Literally happened. Um... I would love to. I, I, I make it a rule never to shoot midgets, but for you, I could make an exception. That's just a quote. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, Logan Sargent. Uh, Logan Sargent. I've gone with Sarah Palin. <laughs> I think they'd have such a. Oh, hello there. Yeah. Okay, Logan. Logan. Logan, we're going whaling today. Logan. Logan, we're going whaling. <laughs> Sarah, stop! <laughs> who's the um, who's the the blonde girl in the pandemic that was like on went on the Daily Show and was really pro guns? She became like really Instagram famous during the pandemic. T- Terry um, something, Tyler something. Oh. She's who I would have gone with. I oh, actually okay. think Sarah Palin is is a far better choice. And um, Coulter very, is who I had originally, but um, oh yeah. Or um, uh, Taylor Green, whatever her name is. Yeah, Candice, Candice Owens. Oh, yeah. Alex Albon. Alex Albon. Who did I go for? Oh, Alex Albon, I went for Johnny Wilkinson. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, that's actually really cute. They yeah. They're a really good couple. That's yeah. actually just a good choice. I think it's a really nice match, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I have no... I... <laughs> I'm with... I'm weirdly touched by that. Yeah, it's really nice. What I imagine is Johnny and Alex both doing like, uh, like testing each other. They're they're, they're learning French together on flashcards and then they take it in turns to test each other and then go, no, no, no. Vous êtes nous hommes, vous avez. And then they go giggle and then kiss. (laughs) Okay. uh, I've really made myself laugh. (laughs) Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Magnuson, K-Mag. Kevin. Kevin Magnuson's uh, with Har- Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's really weird and good. Yeah. Because he looks like an Ewok. Exactly. Okay, great. Oh, I'm so glad I got that. Um, Yuki Sonoda. Uh, Yuki is with Angela Bassett. Because she did the thing. Because she did the thing. 
And he did a poo, she did a thing. So that's... uh, Oh, uh, wow. Very good. I maybe would have gone with um, Toad from Mario Kart. Yeah, I really like that as well. I really like that Or Daisy. Yeah. Or Bowser. Peach. To be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Peach. Yeah, yeah. He'd love a peach. And he likes food as well. Yeah, he does like... So it's perfect. I'm not going to say it, but he could could eat. Yeah. Anyway, um, Zhou Guan Yu. Zhou uh, Guan Yu. This is a I tough think, one, I think. I know. I've got him with Princess Beatrice. Who's that? Princess Beatrice is like um, she's Fergie's daughter. Oh, uh, Prince, Fergie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually Prince Andrew's Sorry. daughter, isn't she? I was still in computer game mode for a second there, so I was like, okay, hang on a minute. Which who? Pitch, no, Pr- Beatrice. Princess Beatrice is a real, a real princess who's in line. I just think Zhou would quite like to marry into British royalty. And I think Princess Beatrice is, is quite insecure nowadays because she's no longer at an age that her dad will find her attractive. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why she needs a, a hero. A hero. Yes. Um, okay, that's fantastic. She's I want the one to... who wore the big hat. She wore a big hat, didn't she? Yeah. At, like Princess Diana's funeral. So Someone died. Someone died. And then she wore a big hat. I think that actually, I think that sums up all the female royals. To be honest with you, yeah, it's a lot. So, of, it's a big hat culture, isn't it? Big. Yeah, it's a big. <laughs> it's a Pierre Gasly. Um, a mirror. <laughs> Pierre Gasly has been seen. Is it full body length or ceiling? Oh, it's full body length, and it's a. Thi- you it's don't a, think it's? A, I think it's a. You don't think it's a ceiling mirror? Ah, uh, yeah, no, it could be a ceiling mirror. Could be a ceiling mirror, but so, I was imagining him in like uh, in front, and then he's got like a top light to kind of get this shadow on the abs. Oh yeah, okay. Either that, I, either that, or him on a bed, satin bed, with his hand out, like behind his, you know, behind his neck, kind yeah. of on his side, looking coquettishly up at himself. Mm. You know those weird Japanese dolls? He could just get one of him. Mazir, uh, <laughs> mazir. Mummy, mummy, I want to introduce you to someone who really is special to me. I know you're yeah. going to find it a little weird, mummy, but this person is my new. I love them. I want to spend the rest of my life with them. Mummy. Oh, my God. He could spend his whole life, like, fucking himself inside an Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, again. And this is all AI. Oscar Piastri. Piastri... I've got him. So what happens is Heat magazine announces that he's going out with Leanne Pinnock from Little Mix. But then he releases a statement of his own saying, I reject the claims that I'm going out with uh, Leanne Pinnock. I'm actually going out with Jesse Nelson from Little Mix. (laughs) So there's a that's a little bit that's a little bit of a mix up with that one. I had Trunchbull from uh, Matilda. That's really good. That's really good. The headmaster. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy... That needs an evil partner who just will punch him in the throat. That's what he looks like. Pam Ferris's Trunchbull, right? The best, the best Trunchbull, the Trunchbull uh, on which there can be no improvement. The Pam Ferris Trunchbull. Is that the Trunchbull from the from the first movie? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I thought Emma Thompson was really good. I know, but I'm in love with Pam Ferris's Trunchbull, and I feel like Oscar Piastri's kind of someone that when he did that tweet. He sang the song. It's good to be a little bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racing for Alpine. Um, yeah. And then I also get the feeling that his teammate Norris would really give a good rendition of My Mummy Says I'm a Miracle. 
Oh, Stella McCartney. She knows about my wanks. Um, yeah. Sorry, it's a callback to last season. Uh, Stella McCartney. Yeah, Stella yeah, McCartney. Okay. Oh, that's really good because she's high fashion. But yeah, okay, fine, very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a straight up uh, one. If, if, and, yeah. and he and, and when he meets his father-in-law, he could go, "I love that song, um, Imagine." Yeah, and then Paul would go, Paul would go, "Hey, uh, you know, thank you. Firstly, you know, I thought you would have said Michelle, you know." Because, uh, you know, I wrote that one, but that was actually John. Oh, yes, the drummer. No, no, actually, that's Ringo. You know, he's he's the only one that's that's still alive. I, w- I was talking to one of the other Beatles um, <laughs> the other day. No, 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 they're, they're, all, they're, they're all actually, they're all dead, Esteban. Um, no, no, I was talking to one, he said he was in the Beatles, the Beatles. Uh, he's a Mick, Mick something, Mick something, he was in the paddock. No, actually, uh, that's the role. I don't know. I don't know where this joke's going, but I can keep doing the accent all day. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm quite jealous of your Paul. Uh, it's it time for who loves but but but. I think we've got the same one. I I just think we'll have gone for the same person. Okay, okay, we're set on three. We go one, two, three. But there's a time delay. So one, two, three. Courtney Lewis Barnett. Okay. <laughs> Courtney Barnett is an Australian punk singer who it looks like Valtteri wants to be nowadays. Yeah, and he looks like an elevator operator as well. He so does look like her. an elevator operator. Yeah. He's on Smoko! Um, Valtteri, he, he actually did a quote this week saying, uh, 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 that last week, sorry, because it's been so long since there's been a race, saying that it's hard in Formula One for new drivers to show their personality, which is exactly what you said on the last episode. So I did. Me and Valtteri. You called it. Uh, Charles Leclerc. Uh, Audrey Hepburn. Tenth in the constructors in the drivers' championship. Charles Leclerc, which is absolutely mind blowing. I just saw it on the list. I knew that he was tenth, but I, I have, now I see it. It's so depressing. Um, Audrey Hepburn is a great shout. Yes, yeah. I think he just looks like is, her. God, they'd be such a gorgeous couple, wouldn't they? Yeah, and he has that timeless. He looks like he could be in Roman Holiday, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. He's Although, got if a- he wasn't, yeah, if he was in Roman Holiday, the Vespa he'd be driving around Rome would be breaking down. Um, <laughs> okay, um, Ulkenbeer, Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Klum, classic Instagram Nespresso selling wife. Like that's what they—that's all he's looking for—is somebody he can sell us Nespresso machines with. This is Randy Newman with his new single, classic Instagram Nespresso selling wife. Lando, uh, I don't, I, uh, Lando, I went with uh, Ariana Grande, uh, just youthful, exuberant. But I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't like it for him. I don't. I, I, have you got a better one for him? Because I'm not pleased with that. I th- well, I would have gone with. Um, uh, I feel like Minnie Mouse. Just like someone, but not, I don't mean the cartoon Minnie Mouse. I just mean someone permanently dressed up like Minnie Mouse at Disneyland, you know, and they sort of bounce around. And I don't mean the woman or man inside the Minnie Mouse costume. I just mean he would date a Disneyland Minnie Mouse. Yeah, I could sort of, I could see Lando with a Harajuku girl. Yes. Damn, they've got some wicked style. Mm. Uh, (laughs) uh, Gwen Stefani. Uh, George Russell. Uh, Please George say Data Russell. from Star Trek. 
I, I'm not going. I, I, surprisingly, I'm not going to say data from Star Trek. Um, I've got him with Emma Watson. Uh, again, just a classic. Gosh. That's just good. That's just a it's good, just good pairing. It's just good. It's just a good pairing. They sort of look similar. I was watching uh, Philosopher's Stone, and uh, that bit where they're playing the uh, the that game with the I don't know what, what's the game called. Quigit, Quidget, Quigit, Quidditch, Quidditch. Yeah, you play Quidditch. Yeah, and uh, it was just absolutely mega. Would you like to have a little bit of? Um, do you fancy? Do you fancy a little bit? Just a little bit of. After, Would you like to go mood. to um, for lasagna? I know a really good lasagna place. I've been reading that there's actually more than one sexual position, Emma. Um, and that, so there's more than just missionary. And I thought that maybe we could like try maybe the other ones. Um, anyway, uh, a lot of love to everyone back at the factory. Uh, by the way, this season I've been recording every time I've heard Lewis or George say back at the factory. I've recorded every single one and I'm going to comp it together at the end of this season for like a Grease mega mix version of back at the factory. <laughs> Lance Stroll. Something to look forward to, listener. Uh, Lance Stroll, Kim Cattrall. Oh yeah, that's fucking great. It is good, that's isn't like it? A ho- Hollywood mummy. It's Hollywood mummy. You know, she was meant to be on the Lockerbie plane. You know the Lockerbie bombing? She was meant to be on that flight and missed it. Keep it light, Josh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just facts. It's just facts, people. Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Carlos Sainz is one of the ones I didn't have uh, anything for. Couldn't think. Oh, easy. Lady Penelope. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant from you, Joshua. That's fantastic. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Ash Nico. <laughs> Okay. Do you know who I only know who Ash Nico is because of your Instagram video, and I oh, went really? to look up. I went to look up who Ash Nico was, and then when I was doing this, I thought that would be appropriate for him because he's going to go high fashion, avant garde, musical. He, it's got it's got Lewis all over it. Yeah, she's uh, she's become a mega star, Ash Nico. She's perfect I'm, for Lewis Hamilton as well. I've never heard. Of um, Wow, she's a perfect match for Lewis Hamilton. Why haven't they dated? Is he doesn't date, does he? It's like it's sort of Michael Jackson, isn't he? I feel like he just gets women to sign a contract to, to birth his children in a lab somewhere. What, what was the, the situation with him and Scherzinger? Was that an Instagram relationship? No, I think they were just young and dumb and full of uh, Formula One. Okay, um, and I think that they it was just the follies of youth. The giddiness of, of being uh, in your 20s. Okay, Fernando Alonso, we've got so Sergio. Sergio Perez, Checo. Mm-hmm. I've got with Leanne Checo. Rimes. Because he can't fight the moonlight? Uh, no, just because it's sort of like, I think he'd have, want, he'd have wanted something. He'd have wanted to go out with Taylor Swift as well, but wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got Leanne Rimes. Uh, he's got Jennifer Page. Yeah. Um, do you remember that song? <laughs> it's just a little just crush. Crush. Not like I faint every time we tell her. It's just a girl just. in Monaco who I had a little dance with when I won the race. Checker could have been singing uh, that to Max. Just a little crash. Yeah. It's just, just, just a, little, a crash, little crash, crash that I did to maintain my place at the top of the grid. Uh, Max Verstappen. Is he another one that you don't have, Max Verstappen? Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. I, I think just, that Max Verstappen um, uh, should go out with the Kardashian mum. Is 
I'm annoyed that I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Which one's fine. she? Kim, Chloe, uh, Travis Barker. These are all the Kardashians. Kim, Chloe, Travis Barker, um, Bruce Jenner, Chris Jenner. Sorry, Caitlyn Jenner. Fuck Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Jenner Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is the mum. Chris Jenner. Okay, great, great, great. great. I got, we got that. We got that. So he should go with Chris Jenner because um, she looks like. So firstly, like you know, all the OJ stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she, she can keep a secret. She can keep a secret. Um, <laughs> and she's. <laughs> She can, you know, she she's like a she she has this exterior of being quite nice, but you know that she's a business-born motherfucker underneath. Yeah. And I think Max Verstappen's the opposite because he's Pinocchio. He's like the real boy that I just want to be a real boy. Like you know that he can love deep down, but he's been raised to be this motherfucker. So yeah. he should go out with her. Really there nice. Thanks, Josh. We did it. We did. Uh, that's I it for this week's help. Dirty Air. Um, thank you Dirty so much. Air. I can't wait for there'll be a show out on uh, early next week after an actual Formula One race. I'm so excited. Thank you for joining us. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. Can you do it in the scientist voice again? And this is Dirty Air. <laughs> Here's some more adverts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right <laughs> Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.